Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm Julian Niza binti Ismail Anan. I'm from the Faculty of Major Languages Studies. My topic for today would be on Muet on Moodle and evaluation of an e-learning platform for learner autonomy. This is a topic in which I'm very passionate about because I'm in the field of language learning. And when we talk about language learning, it's different from any other fields of study, like mathematics, engineering, or chemistry. We don't have formulas to memorize. We don't have facts or figures for, for you to go and uh, get one answer at, at, at a click of a button. So one thing about language learning is it's something which is very interactive and it's very based on performance and skills. All right, And due to that, when we talk about uh, using e-learning platform uh, for language learning, we have to really see whether the tools do support such learning uh, for the field of language learning. All right? And this is the uh, main reason for my study. Um, I do apologize if my slides are a bit too wordy. I'm from the language uh, field. So when I look at the slides before me, even the key speaker, they're all very short, very concise, and I'm very, very wordy. So I do apologize for that because I'm a language person. Okay, so... <coughs> As you can see, my first slide. All right, now, uh, so we can see that there are a lot of studies on the use of technological advances in education, and they claim various benefits for students. And uh, this, this particular research has summarized it beautifully uh, for all of us. So some of the advances, technological advances in education that we can see uh, for students are actually increased motivation, self-concept, mastery of basic skills, increased student-centered learn, uh, student learning, as well as promote learner autonomy. And this is going to be my focus for this study. Right? Now, Simpson, however, uh, which, is, uh, which I cited from Sadie, uh, asserts ICT alone does not generate autonomous learning. Despite all the studies stating that ICT or technological tools, they do allow learner autonomy, but the thing is, ICT alone does not mean that students will have or practice autonomous learning. All right? And why is this? Because according to Kenning, all right, though IT may offer opportunities in self-directed learning, in other words, learner autonomy, the effective use of these tools or resources assumes certain prerequisites. And unless learners already have certain attitudes, certain skills, certain skills and strategies, they are unlikely to derive much benefit from these tools. In other words, we have these tools, but if the students don't know how to use them, they, they may not actually be, or they don't have the skills or strategies or the techniques on how to go and fully utilize these tools, then they may not be practicing self-directed learning. All right, so in other words, such programs must be seen as primarily suited to advanced students with propensity for autonomy. Not everyone, according to the studies of learner autonomy, students are not, not all students are good language learners naturally. Some of them, they have to actually uh, be taught, all right, on how to become good language learners. And this is something which uh, we have to be clear about, yeah? Alright, so the important question that needs to be asked by course developers and teachers especially is to what extent ICT tools help in fostering learner autonomy. Alright, so my research focus is basically on 
evaluating Moodle. Moodle is the main uh, tool that we use in USIM as well as a lot of universities uh, in most fields of study, including language learning. Yeah, but for my study, for this particular paper, how, to what extent does Moodle actually help to support language learning in terms of learn autonomy, fostering learn autonomy, or self-directed learning? Yeah? So these are the two things that I'm going to go and focus on. I, I would like to evaluate the Moodle applications uh, or tools in order to determine its capacity in prom promoting autonomous language learning. Uh, the second focus would be to review the content of MUET exam preparatory course Moodle page to determine the extent that the materials that this particular page has uploaded helps in fostering learning autonomy. So there are two things. I'm looking at the tools offered by Moodle and I'm going to look at my particular teaching context which is the MUET exam preparatory course that uses Moodle application. We're going to go and evaluate that particular content and see whether whatever that has been uploaded or offered to the students, it does foster learning autonomy. <coughs> All right, uh, so a little bit of uh, teaching context. Uh, I've mentioned earlier on, uh, Moodle is actually under learning management system or in certain books, we call it virtual learning environments. All right? So I might use this interchangeably, LMS or VL, uh, VLES. And it, of course, it's, def it's one of the main tools used in USIM. Our goals is Moodle, yeah? just, just in case you're not clear. Yeah? Our goals is using the Moodle system. Right? Now, MUET exam preparatory course, or the popular word for it, English 3, all right, is a course uh, that is offered to students for one semester for three hours per week. It's mandatory for students who have not achieved band three. And this is important to my study because we have to understand the background of the students. Students who have not achieved band three, meaning MUET band one, MUET band two, are lower proficiency students. Yeah? All right. Uh, so these are the things that are offered in the uh, course. Um, I was told by Puan Najwa just now to go and sh cut short some of my slides. Uh, but you can go and access them later on uh, through my studies. These are the things that I have uploaded on Moodle. I would actually prefer to show it to you, but I'm not sure why. Uh, the web link is a bit slow. It doesn't want to upload my Moodle page. So I do apologize, but if you're wondering, okay, what is on the web course content, this is it. Okay? <coughs> All right. Now, uh, learn autonomy means all right, the ability of the learner to take on resp responsibility towards his or her own learning. And as you can see, there is an extensive references referred to it. It was first introduced in 1979 by Holak, Holak if I'm not mistaken. And the study, this field has gone quite uh, numerous, uh, extensive, and it has been gone until up to this point. Yeah? So it's not, not really a new concept. All right, so uh, the principle of learn autonomy is derived from the theory that language acquisition occurs when students take an active role in their language learning. All right, so they find meaning, uh, language learning much more meaningful, and they are able to go and uh, be, and due to that, when they take an active role, they take the responsibility, then they will become better language learners. All right? So uh, in order for you to go and language learners, they have to develop the capacity to be autonomous. All right? They will find that language learning is much more meaningful when given the opportunity to actively engage in strategies for learning a new language. They take risks and they reflect on their own language learning. So this is basically why learning autonomy is one of the most uh, popular field in language learning. Because 
if students learn language they expect to learn it just within the three hours in the classroom and they don't read outside of the class they don't practice speaking English they don't go and do anything beyond the classroom that language acquisition is going to go not going to be that well developed yeah because if you look at the most research on second language acquisition the most learners who are able to go and learn language are those who read extensively extensively meaning not just because the lecturer tells you to read meaning I'm reading because I want to read I want to go and develop my uh, go and for, find information and one and these are the type of learners who will develop vocabulary extensively yeah <coughs> so why is learn autonomy important in a MUET class um, I would like to go and share this particular uh, Quotation from Burgess and Head, all right, how to go and teach an exam class. Good exam teachers know how to foster each learner's ability to recognize their own strengths and weaknesses. They are able to suggest strategies to build up those skills and knowledge which might otherwise let the students down in the exam. Helping learners to develop autonomous learning skills is important because independent learners will learn more and have better understanding of their abilities than students who rely solely or depend solely on what they are taught in class. This is why in an exam class, learn autonomy is very, very important. All right, so not just about learning what is being taught to you, but you have to know you have to go and develop your vocabulary, develop your language ability outside beyond the class. Okay, so uh, I've shared with you some of the literature reviews or uh, other studies on learn autonomy. Uh, I'd like to share something on the local scene. Yeah? So a study by Singh and MB uh, on online distance learning actually found that students themselves perceive uh, themselves not to be independent learners. All right? And this, this highlights the point, okay, so we have these ICT tools, we have all these particular software and courseware uh, with the objectives of developing their self-directed learning but through the studies of our local context the students themselves say no uh, we we don't think we are independent learners they believe that any online courses depends on the teachers the tutors and friends and this defeats the purpose of self-directed learning so the success of any online tools if they say it, de it depends on the teacher depends on the friends depends on someone to push them then that's not learn autonomy yeah <coughs> All right, so in order for us to go and this is uh, when we go into Moodle. Uh, before an evaluation of the Moodle tool can be carried out, we have to understand the tools and the functionalities of the particular tool that we are evaluating. All right, so Moodle is divided into two classifications. I, I got this from Costa and I also got this from uh, the Moodle website. It, uh, it has resources and it has modules. All right, those are the main classifications. So under resources, <coughs> resources represent instructional materials that are usually created in digital formats and uploaded onto the platform. So what resources are the web pages, the text documents, the PowerPoint slides, all right, the flash animations, the web 2.0, the one that we call web 2.0 video and audio files all right so these are all under classified the one the one that we uploaded onto the onto the moodle page is resources all right but moodle has another classification which we call module so modules are components that 
the objective is to provide interaction to the students. So what are these modules? You have database, lessons, assignments, workshops, chats, forums, news, glossary, glossary uh, wiki, choice, quiz, all these are under uh, modules. All right? Okay. So this will be a summary of the module part. These are the activities under the module. Students are required to create. They are required to organize. They are supposed to deliver some sort of product. Organize. Com uh, there's some sort of communication, collaboration, work being done, assessment, and reusability or SCORM. Uh, my paper, I do have it on the slide for each of the module. If you're wondering what is SCORM, what is Wiki, what is Glossary, it'll be in my paper. Uh, it's beyond my, my studies to go and present it here because I do, in my paper, I did present all the functions and what are the things that the teachers or the learners can do with this module. All right, so these are the tools Moodle offers to the users, the teachers, and the learners. Now we'll go into can these tools actually help or foster learner autonomy? <coughs> All right, especially when Moodle claims that it is the most uh, flexible tool set that supports, supports both blended learning and 100 online courses. When we talk about a tool that claims it supports 100% online courses, meaning there is learner autonomy or self-directed learning. But is this true? Yeah, whether the tools do support such um, claims. All right. Now, but findings from studies on self-directed learning using Moodle perform, uh, platform have been diverse. In nursing, this is also in my paper, in the nursing and engineering, they say it works. The students collaborate well, the students do this and students do that. They, they really take the initiative to go and put up the content. They themselves take the initiative. Language learning is different. Okay? Language learning is this one. According, oh sorry, these are the studies that support or say Moodle is very effective, Amandu and um, Costa as well. Yeah? But in language learning, in the field of English language teaching, they say virtual learning environment all right, are actually tend to be teacher-led. Teachers are the ones who determine it. Environment very static, full of spoon-fed content shaped by instructor goals rather than interactiveness or responsiveness towards students. So as you can see, in the field of language learning, Moodle is not that useful in fostering learn autonomy because everything is determined by the teacher. The teacher decides the grammar item. The teacher decides the content. What about the student's contribution towards their own learning? Okay? All right. So for my, uh, I'm going to evaluate the MWET course page, as well as the Moodle tools itself, the one that I presented earlier on. And these are the checklists that, I have, uh, that I'll be using. All right, so there is, a, uh, I would say, a mixture, a combination of different evaluation checklists, material evaluation checklists. Uh, from Learner Autonomy, I use something from Ellis and Sinclair, Dickinson, as well as uh, Lake. And there was another, uh, there's another checklist that I also use as a comparison provided by Reindeers and Lewis, all right? And these checklists will tell you, all right, these are the criteria used to evaluate online materials in fostering or for fostering learner autonomy. So these are the criteria that I use to evaluate my particular uh, Moodle page, yeah? Um, unfortunately, it's much longer. My study is a bigger, this is a small part that I'm presenting. It's actually bigger than this, but for this, the purpose of this particular paper, I only chose about six. 
five. One, two, three, four. Out. Okay. Explicitness, accessibility, variety, opportunities for self-directed learning, self-assessment and monitoring. Meaning, these are criteria that I use to evaluate those two. Moodle tools, whether this is what it provides, and also the content I, I put up, the MUET content that I put up for my MUET Moodle page. All right. So findings and discussion. Criteria number one, explicitness. All right. It means materials that claim to support self-directed learning, the instruction, the purpose, the learning objectives needs to be explicit to the learners. You, you have to incorporate not just what to study. Today, we're going to learn present tense. Okay, that is content. But how about learning how to learn? Okay, so for learn autonomy, you have to go and put in how to learn. You have, students have to put in the skills or learn or develop the skills on learning how to learn. All right? It's possible to develop learning. <coughs> how, uh, how to, learning how to learn materials and make the materials learning purpose explicit to students by insertion of instruction in the description. All right? So if you look at the Moodle tool, you can tell them, all right, this, you're not only learning tenses, but from developing learning tenses, then this is how you're supposed to start learning other grammar items. You are, they are not just learning what is the form of past tense. But then after, after that, you will actually tell them within the description of the Moodle page, whatever that you're developing, uh, that you design, you tell them, all right, apart from this, when you're learning grammar, focus on form, focus on function. So it's not just, I'm learning present tense today or past tense today, I'm also learning how am I going to apply the skills when I learn other grammar skills as well. So that's what uh, learning how to learn means. All right. <coughs> so when I look at the MUET preparatory course page, Moodle page, uh, the content focuses mainly on what to learn, not so much on how to learn. You learn, these are the things, uh, the tenses, this is the test strategies, test skills that students need to learn to go and score in their particular exam. These are the sample essays. I have sample essays uploaded onto the page from band 1 into band 6 uh, that I uploaded into the page. And it tells them, okay, this is the things that the examiners look for. That is what to learn. But how to learn? How are they supposed to develop? All right, their vocabulary, how are they supposed to go and use authentic materials to continue Reading, that wasn't addressed in, on the Moodle page. <coughs> Se uh, second criteria, accessibility. Accessibility refers to the fact that the material, learning how to learn material are suitable to the age, language level of students and the needs of the students. Alright, since there are no learning how to learn materials on the web Moodle page, accessibility criteria does not apply here. But I had to go and put this in because based on the tracking features of uh, the page, there were no contribution in terms of collaboration and communication. All right, this, uh, there was nothing at all on the forums. I, there were some of the topics that were placed to generate some sort of discussion in the forums and chats, but no responses. And based on the study that I found, they say the reason being because when you have lower proficiency students, they are unable to express themselves. You want them to talk and uh, or discuss about a certain forum, but they don't have the language to go and express their own ideas. So what happens, according to my tracking record of the particular Moodle page, students copy and paste, copy and paste. And so there's no language used at all. Yeah? And the problem, because according to Yang and Chen's study, because low intermediate students, they don't have their skills, they don't have the strategies, they don't have the language to go and 
be involved or take the initiative to go and use all these tools. All right. The, uh, the next criteria, variety. So variety refers to the extent learners are exposed to different approaches to language learning, all right, through a variety of activity types in order to accommodate learning preferences. So Moodle's modules offer a variety of activity types. You have creation, organization, delivery, communication, but uh, these applications are not fully utilized by the course developer and learners. Yeah? So, uh, when, I, when the content is evaluated, the, the only tools we use, if you remember, there were two classifications, the only tools we used were resources. Modules, not so much. All right, the la uh, second last criteria. So opportunities for self-directed learning. Again, uh, practice in self-directed learning refers to setting of objectives, setting up uh, learner... Deciding learning, uh, learning goals and course content and alternative, alternative ways in dealing with exercises. All right, so again, the Moodle tool does offer a right, variety of act activity types as I had presented earlier on in the literature review. Unfortunately, it's not fully utilized. The, uh, the tool that was fully utilized for this particular course was content. All right, and finally, self-assessment and monitoring. So another important aspect of self-directed learning is opportunities for learners to self-monitor and self-assess themselves. This is important because in an exam class, uh, normally they do expect learners to, be, uh, to go and monitor their progress, be able to check their learning outcomes. All right? So we have things like uh, assessment modules, Quizzes, online tests, and surveys that are appropriate for testing subject knowledge like grammar and vocab. All right? But there are things in web skills or language learning that are difficult to assess. All right? For example, in web, it is much easier for learners to self-assess receptive skills like listening and reading due to the fact you have only one possible answer. So you can do MCQ questions or reading comprehension. You can uh, basically do... Uh, other uh, or listening, okay? You can play the audio tape, and you get the students to answer, and they can check the answers immediately. But for productive skills like speaking and writing, then it's difficult for learners to assess them, assess themselves. I'm talking about learning autonomy, all right? To assess themselves, how are they going to go and monitor their progress, whether they have achieved a certain level for in speaking component, in writing component, and not unless it's delayed communication, all right? And this is due to the fact that uh, when, you, when the when examiners, they are trained when examiners, by the way, uh, when they assess listening, they assess speaking and writing, is very impressionistic marking, yeah? based on the performance that's being, um, the, the candidate's performance. All right. So as a conclusion, the open source Moodle may provide opportunities. There are potential that uh, helps to foster learner autonomy, all right, in its functionalities, the modules and resources, if both of them are fully utilized, all right. But for this study, it was found that only resources was fully utilized. Files are uploaded, slides are uploaded, all right, and you have all the assessment form. But again, that is determined by the teacher. That is, uh, again, there's no collaboration on the students. They are the ones, they, they are, don't have any room for negotiation. But 
we also need to go and consider the fact that the learners are lower intermediate students. They might not know how to contribute meaningfully. They don't have the language. Maybe they don't even have an idea. And one thing about Muet, because they always assume that the teacher or the instructor is the all-knowing party. The, so whatever the teacher says, that is the correct version. Yeah? But the thing that they can contribute is, of course, how they can go and develop uh, language learning ability beyond the classroom. And this was not addressed in, uh, in Moodle. So we do have the uh, learners being uh, the tools provided, but unfortunately, uh, it wasn't used fully, both by the course developer and by the students. All right? So uh, there is some suggestions that I provided here. All right, and uh, the conclusion of my, of my study, the, the thing that I found was Moodle can be used, may have, it has the potential for learner autonomy. However, because the students, they are of lower intermediate level, they don't have the skills yet, they don't have the language input yet to go and develop or contribute meaningfully. So for my particular teaching context, or for the uh, teaching context for this study, it's not possible for it to be used as 100% online course or independent learning. Meaning, I develop a course, all right, you go and do it on your own. It's, that was the main, the initial aim of the Moodle, Moodle, Moodle page. All right, it's meant to complement whatever that has been done in class. But it's not possible because there's no contribution at all by the students because they are linguistically unable to do so or they don't have the self-directed skills being embedded or being uh, developed in them. So for my particular teaching course, uh, Moodle can, uh, should be used as a blended learning mode, not 100% course learning uh, online course. Yeah? Thank you very much.